back to a new episode from your common book reviewer. It's me again, boring ass head, filling you with opinions on another book. Today we will be shortly talking about a book that is very dear to me because I read it at a time when I was really, really in so much pain and I was out of all sorts that time and I know it seems that I am always in pain and out of sorts but really my personal life is way 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 worse than the person who shows here but never mind it what matters is that this book helped me come out of the worst phases and is a very very personal book for me truly truly and deeply personal and honestly it is not personal because it was recommended to me but because I felt it was for me and it reminded me of me and it just felt personal as if this book probably co-related with me and honestly i just love this little precious book and you must 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 read it the book is called stoner and it's by the author john williams and as usual before we delve a little bit within the book let us talk a little bit about dear dear john who we don't have much about really but we are going to talk about him nevertheless now john williams was born in texas although his writing is actually great at the beginning he actually dropped out of school and he was sort of forced to enlist in the army air force in the united states and during his time in the air force he managed to write the first draft of his novel which later on became nothing but the night and when he came back he directly proceeded to publish and afterwards he enrolled in the university of denver and he got a ba and an ma in english literature and he was working his way towards a phd when he became a professor he was an active poet a writer and a lecturer most of his life and williams actually truly loved the study of literature and in one interview in 1986 he was asked if literature is written to be entertaining which he replied empathetically and i quote absolutely my god to read without joy is stupid and eventually in 1985 he retired from his job and he passed away from respiratory failure in 1994 in all honesty, there isn't much that I have found or got about his life for some reason and it's actually sad that I don't know much but I need to know much and I might look it up one day and see if I can find anything in depth because I couldn't find yet. And honestly, you can tell a lot about him from his work so I guess you should go right there and sometimes it's okay not to know much about who wrote a certain book. And honestly, before I go on with the episode, and I forgot to mention this, I would like to answer a question that I got recently about the novels I read and the poetry books I read and about the fact that often when I speak about a book, I don't tell the whole story or focus on the plot a lot. And regarding this, I want to say that most of the time I do this with having a presupposition that you, the listener, already know the book or are interested in knowing my review about the book not the plot and second i would like to note that i learned that the book isn't really about the story itself or the plot because honestly and although i know that the plot makes most of the novel and is a vital element in making the book but what i often take care of is 
more than that to me because I know the plot actually holds the importance of portraying the characters to me which entirely humanizes the reading experience because after all I feel that I look for what as a human I would feel, experience, suffer, cry over, etc etc and the character development and growth and change within the book is what really creates a collective experience and puts me into life. It just gets me to grasp it even more and I think of a book more as a humanistic experience rather than just a mere form of storytelling otherwise I would really not enjoy reading in all honesty so I usually talk about emotions, the styles, the state of minds rather than the chronology of what happened thoroughly and I mean the story do take place as a plot it happens but still I feel like it's a different experience for me and anyways now going back to the book it is a campus novel and the story revolves around William Stoner, a boy who lived with his parents who were farmers and who initially sent William to learn agriculture in university. And while he was at university, he had an English class which sort of changed his life and made him take a different turn and he switched to major in English literature. The story is mostly about William's life and the life in the world of academia which is as interesting as tedious, wearying and precarious it is and it is just hectic whether you're a teacher or you're a student and honestly what I love about the book is the fact that it talks about education and the university life which some of us go through and just often it brings to mind how shitty it can be and how although it teaches you a lot about an art or a science or whatever you're majoring in, it doesn't contribute shit to your real life as much and after graduation you often realize that you have taken a shitload of money to pay for a fancy piece of toilet paper that has your name and GPA on it and honestly I'm not shitting on college and whatnot. Maybe I am, who knows, lots of opinions when it comes to the world of academia. Although I love my major, I truly do and I enjoy doing it but at the same time the work done in college and university is just exhausting and the experience when my head isn't between the books or in a lecture is just so freaking terrible and I will not lie at all because university drains me on a personal level so much. Anyways, Stoner works his way until he becomes a professor and then you also learn the hassle of what it is like to be a lecturer and how the type of job is also tiring and unstable and sometimes as much as we as students have to deal with terrible professors, they also have to deal with shitty ass students and, and also even with professors, it's sort of a popularity contest down there and sometimes professors act like children and sometimes all in all this is like another reminder of how academia is just exhausting for everyone. And outside of the academic life, we learn about Stoner, the normal person who falls in love, who marries, who has a child, etc, etc. And the problem in this aspect in his life and in the book arises when he gets married. Because at the start of this relationship, it seems that it's going to go well and Stoner is going to be a good husband and she a good wife, yada yada yada. But there is something about his wife that is a little concerning in the book. Because, I mean, in the beginning, his wife Edith seemed distant and withdrawn most of the time in the novel and at the start, I feel it is something that the author Williams sort of neglects because one really cannot tell what is the cause of this emotional withdrawal, what is the cause of this distance and whether this is because she suffered something before or if she didn't 
and I don't know if something deeper took place in her that made her this way and maybe she was forced to marry Stoner or maybe didn't and she just didn't feel emotionally invested in him and honestly although Stoner himself tries to make things work he neglects the fact that both of them sort of need to talk about what is going on and he ends up feeling hopeless and it also brings to mind the fact that even if they talked about it maybe it wouldn't be socially acceptable back then to get a divorce and everything will just collapse and turn into something bad but the marriage actually did collapse and it turned into something very ugly and spiteful and they both lost hope on fixing anything and he actually begets him a daughter and he loves his daughter to bits and for some reason the wife begins creating this chasm between stoner and his daughter grace was it grace yeah it was grace sorry she creates this chasm and in this point i don't know if it was an underlying fear or jealousy or perhaps her father did something to her that she doesn't trust sooner or maybe something or maybe she's just a pure piece of shit a vile person who decided to do all this but really one can't tell and it's actually so sad to read and see how sooner didn't get to do much and gave up quickly on all of this and what they had was too too complex and honestly i'm so thankful i'm not married to know the type of feelings that i Included in a certain relationship because it's really complex and I don't understand it. I mean, I don't even understand my own parents, so there's that. But in the light of all these circumstances, in the novel, Stoner ends up having an external affair with a woman named Catherine, and his wife doesn't seem to mind it actually. In the relationship they both had, Catherine and him, I mean, it was really touching, really beautiful, and honestly, I was torn between justifying it and not justifying it at the same time because, as I said, it is complex because of all the things that happen and while it was beautiful as it lasted, it didn't sustain as much because another professor who wanted revenge over Stoner for wanting to fail his protege student threatened both of them and ended up separating both and Stoner gets back to his shitty life where he just watches his life slip away from him and everything falls apart. Grace, his daughter, grows up and Stoner gets sick and age begins to show on him and all this happens, Grace gets pregnant at 17 and her mother takes it so badly while Stoner supports her and the distance between the father and the daughter closes again eventually Stoner retires because of cancer which was slowly eating him and he gingerly and slowly watches life fade away and thinks about just so much about rights, wrongs, pains, pleasures and so many things that you reflect on at the last moment moments of your life are usually at the end of the day but I feel like it's different when you're dying and he dies while looking at a book, reading a little, touching it and when the book finished I burst out into a stream of tears after the scene and I think that is one of the most beautiful works that I've read because it is really really as I said so down to earth so much about life and it's just so touching to me. I mean it's not anything special it's just really ordinary life events but for some reason it holds so much value because this TV is lackluster going of the events is, is the thing we all go through and there's this little bit of pleasure, a little bit of hopelessness, restlessness and a lot of things that we just live through every day. And the novel actually flows ever so beautifully and the writing is such a pleasure to read and it is a story that really reads differently to people and it is a book that I didn't think I can review well until today and I don't think I really reviewed that well and it is truly personal and touching because I felt like I am like stoner so 
much and yet nothing like him. And there's just so much more things about when reading this book, like life, love, affairs, children, war, writing, teaching, literature, and all of those things that I too somewhat understand and too want to be part of because I want to become a professor, I want to pursue life in academia and a lot of things, although I know it's garbage, but it's just it just feels like it's something so very personal. And please, please, I do tell you read it and I feel words still fails me to coin the book. But this also happens to me whenever I read books by Virginia Woolf as well. So maybe those two among other people, among other authors who leave me speechless. Like recently they broke people in the room by Nora Lange or Nora Lange, I'm not sure, but she's a Latin American author. So in a way I feel like sometimes a book touches you so deeply that the only natural response is silence and in a really really good way, silence. And people, this is it for this week. I know the episode was terribly short, but I didn't have much to talk about other than the fact this is a beautiful book and a very personal to me. And as always, I hope you enjoyed listening to me as much as I enjoyed talking to you. And you know, you can email me what you thought or leave a voice message or reach me on my Ask a Fan page or my Facebook, which I'm beginning to lose hope since not a lot of people are reaching me out there. And sometimes it gets really tiring and tedious and I feel like I'm doing this to myself, but at the same time, it's pleasurable. So please do contact me when you feel like it or before the season ends, but it's up to you anyways. And thank you so much for listening. And you know, you can check also my Patreon if you want to support me, but you don't have to really just listen to me talk. And we will meet again next Friday with a new book, more talking, more learning talks. And this is Hindi, you are listening to the Comic Book Reviewer Podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in.